hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. Hello, welcome to Designated Parent. This is Adam. And I'm Lisa. And uh, tonight we're going to take a look at some um, children's programming through adult beverages. So, cheers. 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 Clink. Yay. Um, So, yeah, tonight. We're looking at Chicken Little. Yeah, 2005 Disney classic that we don't speak of. But anyway, um, before that, so... Uh, question we ask every time. How was your week? Um, I caught myself a little bit of a spring cold, or maybe it's allergies. I don't know. Nobody ever knows. Um, but that's why my voice is extra sultry. And why you switched to right now. hot bourbon. Yeah, and um, why I'm drinking some hot toddies. Yep, that's always good. I am still drinking. Because my throat demands bourbon. It's my throat, guys. Yeah. I am drinking um, Woodford Reserve Rye at the moment. Which is super good and super spicy and got like a ton of pepper to it. And it's like, you're going to hear me cough at some point as I take a too big a swig of it. Whereas I will just cough because yeah. I have a cold. Yeah. I have a little bit of a cold too, but not nearly as bad. Or maybe I'm just like not as bad at having colds. I don't know. Yeah, I'm a baby. It's okay. It's okay. We've, we've come to this conclusion. Also, but I do like my voice, my cold voice. It's how I feel like I sound in real life. Like super sultry. Yeah, because the voice inside my head is really dark and deep. And then the voice outside my head is like a tiny little chipmunk. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about this like with the Hercules episode. Like the Meg, the Meg voice yes. is like the voice you wish you had, which 100%. was like a head cold and like a pack a day habit. Right. So I'm going to take this opportunity to um, re record all of my voicemail outgoing messages and be like, hey, this is Lisa. You should leave a message. Yeah. Um,. No, you're not, because you know how to do that. <laughs> like, I love you. I love you. I mean, you. maybe I do. <laughs> you're my favorite person in the whole wide maybe world. Maybe I could Google it. Do you, you, I, I would have to help you with that, but that's okay. I, I would be willing to help you with that, because I love you. Thank you. And I want you to, to be your best self, even if that's the self that's on your voicemail. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, other than yeah, having a, great a cold. Word. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, guys. There's going to be a lot of that. Uh, but other than having a cold, I'm doing okay. Yep. I mean, I'm going to try to just, like, get better. It was kind of a chill week. Like, I mean, it was, but then, like... This weekend was, like, a this freaking weekend was, blur. Yeah, so much. So much going on. Um, Took the kids bowling. Yeah, and they were uh, surprisingly encouraging. Yeah, like... The bowling, we bowled with the bumpers, the kids and I. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I was on the next lane over with all the grown-ups somehow. Like, that was a misclassification if ever there was one. Although, like, to be fair, I came in, like, third with bumpers. But you weren't, like, playing the bumpers. Like, that's the problem. It's like, they're unabashedly... Like, Zeke would just throw it bouncing off, like, four bumpers. Like, somebody was like, you know, he doesn't have to use all the bumpers every time. Like, he's signing the lane. It's his initial. Like, he's putting a Z. It's It's like the Zorro of bowling. In the middle of that, and uh, so that got him to back off. But yeah, he, he you know, he, he figured out if you're moving horizontally when you cross the plane of the first couple pins, mm-hmm. which yep. is what, like, professional bowlers do by spinning. Right. And, like, hooking their shot in there. Like, he can do that just, you know, with bouncing off the right bumpers at, like, three miles an hour instead of, like, 87. But, like... Hey, it works. Yeah, it was totally effective. He he did well. He did good. Uh, our oldest came in first on the lane, mm-hmm. uh, both games, which yep. was great. Good for him. He feels really good. He's like, I'm a professional bowler. I'm like, no, you're just no, a kid. No, you're not. You're just a kid who won two games. Like, understand, you got like 87 with the bumpers. Right. This guy over here got like a 186 without the bumpers, and that's not really his best game. Like, he was just kind of... Yeah, he was kind in. of footed in. He was just having fun. But no, it was fine. It was good. We had a good time. Came home. Uh, yeah. 
then we went on a date. Yeah, we went on a date. We went to like a fancy schmancy place and had a large chunk of 30-day-age dry ribeye. It was delicious, you guys. It was was so delicious. I mean, like, I'm here for dry-aged beef, which sounds sexual, but really not in any good ways. Nope, nope. Just, uh, yeah, no. It's just... I also had a cocktail made with um, beet vodka. Yeah. Called the Shrewd Estate. It was actually pretty good. I did not care for it. You I don't like it, beets. But I had something that was, um, it was basically an old-fashioned, but made with, like, Islay scotch. And it was, it was an old Highland. And it was amazing. It was spicy and, like, eggy. It was delicious. So good. I won that one. That was that was the drink of the night. I win. You did a good job. We have mussels, which like ended up looking like a crime scene by the end. Yeah, so I cannot eat seafood without going like full on caveman. Like I don't, yes. I don't eat it daintily with a fork. I just like dig in, and there's just carnage everywhere. Like granted, like the crab hammer that they give you, they're like you're going to inflict damage on another organism. You're like. Screw this. I don't need a crab hammer. I'm going in, like, up to the elbows, into this crab. Like, it is... It's true. I mean, it is, it's a sight to behold, like... Yeah, so you, I'm not real dainty. So, like, food. if anybody wants to see this, feel free to take Lisa and I out for seafood, and we will totally let you gawk at Lisa's approach to destroying sentient organisms with her bare hands. Right, I'm passionate. She is... Oh, my gosh. I think she is... Like, whenever crabs tell alien abduction stories, I think Lisa is the villain of that story. Mm-hmm. Because she's... It, Perhaps. They're like, but these are just muscles. They were, like, easy. Yeah, they're easy. You just rip them open and eat the gooey part out but of But you them. were, like, trying to pull the muscle out with a fork. I was like, what are you doing? She's like... <laughs> yep. Oh. Damaged. So, it was delicious. It was great. It was good. But anyway, so we went on a date. That was fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh... And then today is Sunday. Today is Sunday, so it's like, I think we like spent like eight hours doing church stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, and they gave then we get drunk you. and record this, because we are a complicated and... We are, we're complicated individuals. We're complicated individuals. We, we like Jesus and bourbon, and there we are. And swearing, occasionally. And occasionally swearing. I mean, I don't really like swearing, it's just necessary sometimes. <laughs> That's just... Our kids have watched a lot of movies that I have not seen. And yeah. so, I like, in the past week, they saw the uh, Bedtime Stories movie with Adam Sandler and Russell Brand. Yeah. And I was like, how how did this get made? How did... Uh, I didn't see any of this movie. We gotta I've do seen that. snippets We're going to put a pin in that one. We're like, going to come back to yes, that. Because that is an amazing piece I, of work. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I didn't actually see any of it, but I just was like, wait, this is a kid's movie? What? What? Mm-hmm. How, yeah. how did Russell Brand get to be allowed to make a kid's Are my movie? kids old enough for Russell Brand? Is anyone old enough, really? Is Russell Brand old enough for Russell Brand? <laughs> I think not. I don't think he is. And he history, needs more meat on his bones. And a history of, like, grows up. really awkward decisions. Um, and one of them being being an, an Adam Sandler movie. Right, I mean... Uh, you're not... That's not good. We've all made questionable decisions, like being in Adam Sandler movies. Or being Adam Sandler. Well, I mean, he didn't really have a lot of choices. But... Yeah, I guess. But, um, but yeah, but tonight we watched Chicken Little. Chicken Little, which i never seen before. I have seen it before, and it makes less and less sense each time. That's even better. Because it's... <sighs> All right, so first off, um, this is a Disney film. So um, ostensibly, it's kind of a fairy tale, which is Chicken Little. Yes, it's a fairy tale world. It's a different uh, universe where farm animals talk. Yeah. Like farm animals are sentient and talk, and they have their own cities and baseball and like their own culture. Yeah. Which is exactly like human culture, except they're farm animals. Like they go to school. Yeah, and the difference between different animals is never really addressed. It's just... We're all here. We're all doing this. We're all going to school together. It's cool. Which, you know, hey, good on them. It's kind of like a post-speciesial society. Right. So they got that right. going I assume they're all vegetarians. I don't know. I mean... Might get awkward. There is legit a fox in this hen house. Foxy Moxie. Foxy Voxy? Foxy Loxy. Yeah. Which is, like, again, if... 
So some of us have, uh, do, that's a book, like the Chicken Little book. Like so it's an Chicken old... Chicken Little is a very, very, very old story. Right. And in terms of like I remember fairy tales. I remember one of those golden books. You remember the golden books? No. I don't remember in the golden books. I totally remember it in a terrifying like first uh, fairy tale book where like always everybody dies. Like that the moral of every story is and don't do that because everybody died. So Chicken Little, uh, in the story, has an egg, not in the movie, but in the story, has an acorn fall on his head, and he's an like this acorn? guy, an acorn, acorn, an okay. acorn, fall on his head, and he's like this guy's falling, and he like goes to go tell the king or something, and on the way he meets like uh, Goosey Lucy and Ducky Lucky and all the like rhymy namey people, and they're like, oh, that's terrible, let's go tell him, uh, and on the way. The fox is like, oh, that's terrible. Come with me. And I will, uh, whatever, whatever the fox is going to go do. But really, the fox eats all of them. And they're like, you should never have believed him. Yep. And that's like, see, children. Don't trust foxes. Right. No, death and just, no, don't trust the chicken. Like, the moral of the story wasn't don't trust a fox. The moral of the story is like, you can't believe everything you hear. If they wouldn't have believed Chicken Litter, they'd also be alive. We're like, no, if they wouldn't have listened to the fucking fox, they'd also be alive. Like, if they would have just gone to the king and reported to the authorities. You don't, you don't want these children being like, don't ever tell your parents anything. Because a fox will eat you. Because they won't believe you and a fox will eat you. That's fair. Like, that's, that's a harsh lesson. Like, right. Maybe we shouldn't endorse this. So, uh, into the pitch meeting that was the Disney decision to make a computer animated version of this right again i just want to be a fly on the wall during all of these do you remember this story with the really cute rhyming fowl and they all die can we not make them die yeah and that would defeat the moral of the story yeah but the moral sucked that's fair okay green light that bitch (laughs) like so i just don't know so it's a disney film and it starts with like first off it starts very meta because it's the story of the story at the beginning. Because they're like, we're making this movie to tell this story. They're and making a movie. Sorry, I was not paying attention. Yeah, you weren't. You, were, you were in the I kitchen, like, like, making chicken. Like, thank you. I will yeah, appreciate also, that all week. Also very meta. Yeah. And so um, so they're making this whole thing. And so, like, they start it with, like, the typical Disney cold opens um, of, like, once upon a time. And they're like, ah, that's not how we start it. And so they, like, have the Lion King in you beginning with the, like, Nazvenya thing, which is awful. I'm sorry. You all heard that. We all apologize. I'm I'm the drinky parent, which is... Yeah, I'm more sober. And um, I am drunk enough that I will sing on recording, <laughs> so that says some things. Anyway, and so they start with that, and they're like, nope, that's been done. And they're like, all right, well, we'll get the book. And they're like, no, books suck. Like, because, like, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, all those started with the book. Yeah, the, the, with the page. And so then they're just like, all right, so let's just start with the story. And they tell the story of the first time Chicken Little, spoilers, um, thinks the sky is falling because this, like, weird hexagon-shaped thing falls and lands on his head. And it's, like, the size of a stop sign mm-hmm. and, and octagon. Octagon, it's an octagon. Okay. If that matters for those of you who trying to vision this at home. And he goes and he tells people and he's freaking everybody out. And there's this really weird moment where, like, there's an Indiana Jones reference. Like, there's a lot of really overaged references in this that come up. But, like, they're, like, watching Indiana Jones and he somehow sets a, loose a chain of events that causes this large ball to roll through the screen right at the moment. The wall, large ball is, like, rolling through the temple at the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, okay. And so, like, it's... Yeah, like there's there's kind of like this weird meta thing happening throughout the whole story where they kind of know they're telling the story but not really acknowledging it, which is, I mean, as an adult, I'm kind of pleased to see kind of that second tier storytelling. That the like, story within a story kind of thing. Yeah, because I feel like it's the, the writers being like, yeah, we know this sucks, but like, come on, just, just go with this. Just, we got to keep your kids entertained for an hour and a half. And, like, that's how we make money, and that's how you get to drink and, like, have a moment <laughs> of silence in your house. So let's just be we on the same team it. and take one for the team. We'll, we'll take one for the team. We're not writing, you know, Schindler's List here. We're, we're writing an, an, an hour and a half version of Chicken Little. 
Like so, like Chicken Little freaks the hell out because he finds right. this stock. This octagon. it hit him on the head. It hit him on the octagon. The octagon hit him on the head. So he's freaking out and he's telling everybody what's going on, and they're all freaking out. And they because can't, legitimately, that's like, not cool. That's not cool. Like giant pieces of like metal falling from the sky, smashing little chickens. Like we should look into that. But then they can't find the thing, and so his dad's got to like kind of cover for him, and convince the world that like. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's just my kid overreacting because it was like a... Um, so the dad is the one that was like, it was just an acorn. It was just an like, acorn. Don't worry about it, guys. Yeah, tie back to the original story. And so the kid's like, no, it wasn't. It was something different. And then like everybody makes fun of him. And you, you would think, like first off, like this kid's got to be like four or five when this happened. And like the town will not move on. And so we, we like fast forward a couple of years or whatever. He grows up. He grows up. He's not grown up. He's like in maybe first or second grade or something like that. I think so. I thought he's in middle school. Maybe he's in middle school, but he's like super tiny. He hasn't grown physically at all because mm-hmm. um, he's a chicken. Right. And so they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Remember that time you thought the sky was falling? And then they wrote a book about it and they made a movie about it. And then they had a soundtrack and an audiobook, And like there was that hit single and like. Like, the whole town, like, really used this as, like, an identity of some sort that they believed a fucking four-year-old? Like, why the hell would you do that? And, like, somehow this is the four-year-old's fault. And they just won't let him move past that. And it's just, what? That's so bizarre. Like, I don't understand... That. I, I missed that whole first part of the movie, so, so I don't know. Yeah, you kind of came in, like, when he was, like, having his first day at school. Mm-hmm. And, and so, like, well, I don't know if it was his first day, but he was going to school. Just a day of school. He's going to school, and school sucks for this little kid. Right, because everybody makes fun of him, and they pick on him. Yeah, and they make... And... Yeah. So his only friends are, like, like the mutant rejects of, of the world. Like, right, there's Runt, who's the runt of the litter. Who is, like, the who world's... Who's the world's biggest pig. Yeah, he's, he's like this giant piglet. Such thing. a big pig. And he's, yeah, he's fantastic. I love him. And then there's Abby. She's the ugly duckling. Yep. Like, for the record, this is basically um, uh, Mean Girls. Like, it's the cast of, it's the two supporting characters from Mean Girls if they were animals. Kind of. I need you to unpack that thought. Like, it's the it's the big kind of effeminate guy. Okay. And the, the one girl that's like, I don't care what anybody thinks about me. I'm just, like, securing my own stuff. And, like, you should be too, but, like, also kind of sort of insecure. And then, um, and into this, instead of uh, Lindsay Lohan pre-meltdowns, mm-hmm. plural, um, there's, you there's know, a, a chicken. chicken. Okay. Who, who seems to be the much more stable. But I, I, I say that I'm just not, because it's okay. kind of, it's kind of tropish. Like, those are your supporting, sure. like, kind of misfit characters that don't fit into the there's also fish. Oh yeah, there's fish. Who's a fish? He's literally a fish who and doesn't. He wears speak. A, He wears a, a diving mask full of water. Yeah. But to cover his face so he could breathe. But that's he can't not, talk. That's not where gills are either. That's <laughs> like, not how gills work. Not, his whole body, or at least half of his body, would need to be like it would need to be like below his flaps. Yeah, well, I mean, no, I don't know, but, like, at least it would have to be constantly recirculating and he'd have to have, like, some sort of breathing apparatus. It's the whole thing. <laughs> he'd need a bubbler that he was carrying around with him. So there's this whole, like, mishap thing where Chicken Little's trying to get to school and it's, like, set to the the timely and timeless music of... Of the Bare Naked Ladies. And this is when I started watching this movie. I was like, oh, is this the Bare Naked Ladies? What are they doing in this movie? Yeah, one... Uh, what is the one little one little slip? Slip one little slip. I wanted to say one little wish, and that's not it. But one little slip by the very naked ladies as he's like trying to get to school, but like it's just a a montage, just a montage of, of failure. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of the subtitle of my autobiography. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good subtitle. <laughs> montage of failure. Um, Mine's but, chocolate for breakfast. Um, doesn't somebody already have that? I don't know. I think somebody does. Maybe. We'll I'll Google. have to Google Probably it. Probably with the Google before you go and publish that. Um, you're not going to publish that. Um, but we, um, and so, like, that's where he comes in. And then he finally gets to the class, and it's, um, like, mutton, mutton class? Mutton class. 
And uh, I was so, like, so there's a sheep. He's a he's a real real British sheep. And I was like, is that Patrick Stewart? And like, you were no, like, no, he's trying too hard to be no, British. No, it's just a random douchebag trying to be British. Turns out it's Patrick Stewart, and I was right. Yeah, like so. so this is the second children's movie that we have seen in which Sir Patrick Stewart performs. Yeah, this time he's a sheep. He's a sheep. I don't know what Betsy's losing. But... <laughs> Somebody needs to get him out. Yeah, somebody needs to go in and be like, you know, Patrick, we, we got to have a meeting. Right, like you can't... You can't be doing this. We respect you too much as an uh, as an artist. You that need would to. be amazing if he just had, like, a gambling addiction, and that's why he's in all these shitty movies. <laughs> like, that's that's my headcanon. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's... Where he's, like, out of collateral and was like, I will be in our next movie. Like, bit part, less than five minutes. Like, I see, like, Patrick Stewart stripped down to tidy whities Like, <laughs> he's got nothing left to give. He's got his watch off. It's in the middle. He's yeah. like, fine, I'll be in your next movie. Just like, yeah, like, let me play one more hand. And then like after that, you see Patrick Stewart sailing out the front doors of this CD gambling establishment in yeah. Chinatown. And yeah. I feel like... And this explains his presence. Right. Although he is a beautiful human. He's great. I like him. I love his policy of like adopting foster dogs yeah, when, when he goes in into town, a place he's to like, like. I'm gonna be here for a little bit. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna yeah, adopt a foster dog. I'm not gonna like commit to a full time dog because like that wouldn't be fair to either of us. But like, there's a lot of dogs that need just a foster home, and so I'm gonna do it. So there's like a number of people right now whose dog's previous foster was Sir Patrick Stewart. And I'm hoping, like... One day we're going to adopt a dog from Sir Patrick Stewart. I would... Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? <laughs> like... Can you imagine, like, the demoness our dog would take on and be like, excuse me, excuse me, this is not a Manhattan apartment. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I know. We have a fucking yard. <laughs> right. You can walk here. Be like, nope. Um, or, um, you know, but also, like, I think our dog would be suddenly judging us, being like, this is not how Patrick would play this scene. Right. Like, he's... Right. He's he would of... let me sleep on his chest, he... which is adorable. <laughs> he probably would. Oh, there's a there's an Instagram of that. Anyway, so, so this is the second movie that we've seen in so, which Sir yeah. Patrick Stewart but like, is there. Okay, for, so let me just unpack. First off, he's in mutton class, which right. is turns out is the language. Right, it's like mutton as a second language. Yeah. Like, we would take Spanish or French but or that's, German or Italian or Chinese. That's weird and dark. Like, I wouldn't name... A language after the animal, like, meat version? After the meat of the animal? It's like, all right, it so should the be cow like teaches cow beef. language. It shouldn't be, like, beef language. Like, couldn't you just call it, like, sheepish? Yeah, sheepish. Like, that was really... Like, that would be a lot less a unsettling misstep. than, like, mutton. Right. But... It would be like if we spoke flesh. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. No, okay. So, like, and that's just, like, it's the... it's. But it's the the standard like trope of like this is homeroom. We're gonna call roll call on all the important characters, right? Like Ducky Lucky, Goosey Lucy, Henny Penny, like Foxy fish. Loxy, Fish, like Run to the Litter, right? Yeah, and so you know you just gotta meet everybody and their personality in like ten seconds, and you're like moving on. Mm-hmm. Gym class, gym class. <laughs> in gym uh... class, they play dodgeball. Yeah, they're playing dodgeball, and the. Um, Teacher, the teacher is like, it's popular kids against unpopular kids. Go. I like everybody automatically knows which side of the court they're on, which I feel is again in middle school a hundred percent accurate. This tracks. This I, is right. I rem- I would have been over there. I would have been with the unpopular kids. I played viola. I mean, I was literally picked last in many sports. Well, you had the curse of our children, which is that you are you are super tiny. I was a even very now. tiny child. So, like, and I was pretty tiny at the time, time too. So, like, I was not getting picked really highly, really highly for anything either. So, like, I've never had that experience where people are like, all right, pick teams, you and you. I've never been picked first for anything mm-hmm. in my well, life. Well, sometimes they did make me the captain. Oh, well, like, no, that's like... That's, that's different. That's mercy from a teacher. Yeah. Like, or, like, sometimes the other kids would make me a captain. I found out our oldest gets uh, tasked with dividing teams, teams because he's super fair, is what they say. And he's like, "Yeah, I get." They asked me to make up the teams. Like, I don't play, but like yeah, but at I'll the beginning the of high school or at the beginning of the recess, high school. Wow, we're not there yet. Skip, skipping some years. Yeah, at the beginning of recess, they'll be like, "Hey, Malachi, come over and 
and, and divide us up in, in chunks. And he's like, okay, cool. And he like puts them in piles and they're like, and that Great. is a fun game. Cause... And that's a fun game. And like he has a, a reputation for doing that fairly and 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 well. And I'm like, you know, you can work with that. That's cool. I'm I'm good with that. That's that's neat. Find your niche, dude. Yes. But he uh so but anyway, so they divide that and they're playing dodgeball and it is the like aggressive alpha male like humiliation that I remember it being as a non-alpha. So, like, I was great at not getting hit. Like, mm-hmm. I could survive dodgeball forever. Forever. I could just stand there and be like, boop, 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 moving away from all the balls. I was actually rather good at that, too, because, I was again, we were both tiny. Right. Also, used to, like... Just hang out in the back. Right. And, and don't pick up a ball, ever. Yeah, don't ever touch a ball. And so... Uh, I was always, like, the last person left on my side, and there would be, like, five people. All the balls were on my side, and I was like, what are you going to do now, bitches? And they're like, you have to throw a ball to us. I was like, no, I don't. Says who? Says who? I was like, I can wait you out. I had lunch. Like, I don't need this. And you know what? While I'm here, I'm not getting pegged in the face with a ball. Right. Which is my life. And I I would. I would just, like, stand there. (laughs) And they'd be like, come on. And so sometimes I'd, like, kick a ball across... A line for them, and they'd throw it at me, and I'd move. Just enough. Yeah. Just enough to like, keep it interesting. Just bare minimum. Yep. Yeah. Although, I have to say, like, so I volunteered for, like, a kid's program as, like, a college kid. Mm-hmm. And we were playing dodgeball, and I went to th- throw it at this kid, but I threw it really hard. Um, and I was aiming it as, like, legs. Mm-hmm. But you know those, like, squishy foam poles? Yeah. They curve really bad. <laughs> they and so do. I ended up, like, wrapping this ball around this kid's face as, like, a college kid. And he was, like, in maybe second or third grade. And I just never went back again. Like, I was just like, I'm done. I'm sorry. I feel bad. Did you apologize to I him? I did apologize a lot. And he was, like, actually pretty cool with it. He thought it was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. But, like, I could tell the other leaders were, like, kind of throwing me some side eye. Like, why would you do that? And I'm like, I, I didn't just, mean to. I didn't mean to. I just don't know my own strength. I got carried away. <laughs> so they do this dodgeball thing. And, like, there's this whole exposition of, like... We suck as people on the unpopular side of the house. Right, right. And so the uh, Ducky Lucky starts talking, and it turns out she is none other than the amazing Joan Cusack. Yes. Is her yes. voice. Joan Cusack, like, national treasure. Yeah. And I'm like, where's John? He's got to be in this movie. That's required, right? Nope. She nope. She's on her own. She is. She is her own force of nature. She's mm-hmm. amazing. And she, we should get her on the podcast. <laughs> Joan, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the podcast. We're real big fans. I feel like that's a tremendous <laughs> if, just for the record. Um, but, um, yeah, so they're, like, doing this whole thing, like, so, we've got to prove ourselves. We've got to make ourselves known. We've got to get past our reputation. Also, uh, Joan, I don't remember, Abby, maybe, is her real name? Who? The duck. A lucky ducky? Yeah. I think, her, I think her name's Abby. Yeah, I think maybe. But anyway, um, maybe her nickname is Ducky Lucky. I don't know. But um, she's like, look, Chicken Little, you got to talk to your dad like, and help you get over this whole uh, sky's falling thing. Like, you need closure. You need to, like, talk about it until you have closure. And, and Which, like, really sets up, like, the whole, hey, we're just going to lay the plot of this movie right out here at, like... And, yeah, he's like, me and my dad don't talk, like... Yeah. He's like, instead of talking, I need to join the baseball team and make a winning play, and then my dad will love me again. Like, and then we're done, and we don't have to talk about it. And you're like, oh, okay, wow, that's, I mean, it's not the moral I would want. But um, before you can do that, like, first off, Fish does this weird thing and, like, makes an Empire State Building out of, like, paper and, like, recreates King Kong. I have no idea what that has to do with any of the plot, other than to be like, he's random. (laughs) Like, it's just, whatever. And, and then... They have to take the porcupine out because he's impaled, like, all the playground balls to the nurse. And so they just leave the kids alone in the gym. hmm Which I feel is horrible. That, 
I'm not a professional educator, but that's not what you should do with kids. Did they leave them in the gym while they're playing dodgeball? No, I mean, as soon oh. as the te- teacher leaves, they just start playing uh, on their phones. Like, they just oh, okay. all immediately have cell phones. And this was like a 2005 movie, so they all have flip phones. Mm. So, and they're they're texting each other and calling and doing stuff. I'm like, who are you calling? It, everybody else should be in school or in the room with you. Right, like, right. And if you're like, but maybe you can like, it's like passing a note. Yeah. Where you can, like, Leave talk to them in secret. Yeah. So they do that, and then the goose, Lucy Goosey, decides she wants to, like, attack and humiliate... Chicken uh, Little? Chicken Little. First off, let me just... For the sky-falling thing, still? Yeah. Can, well, he's just a target. Like, okay. He's just little, he's weird, he's a target. Like, that's all that is. But can we just discuss the problematic name of Lucy Goosey and yes. middle school? Yes. Like, that goes a different direction mm-hmm. a couple of years later. No, we're even at middle school. Well, I mean, like, no. I mean, you know, she got in, like, early and she just hasn't shaken it yet. But she, like, ends up throwing Chicken Little against the window and he, like, flops down and hits the fire alarm. While, like, and, oh. like, his friends are trying to, like, save him from this fate. And she's, like, hissing at them, like, oh, bad goose, which is legit. That's true. I avoid geese. There's some geese nesting around my uh, my office, and when I have to go from like one part of the campus to another part of the campus, I'm like, mm, I'm walking all the way around because there are geese right there. Yeah, like literally went to go out for lunch like last week, and we went to the front door, and this goose just turns and looks at us. And we're like, we'll go to the side door. Like, is it is it longer? Yes. Is it have a marginal less of a chance? Like, I know people have gotten stitches from goose attacks. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not here for it. Which was a guy that I, I worked with on the ride Top Gun at Kings Island when I was working there. So we want to guess what his nickname turned into. Right. Obviously, he's Goose. He's obviously going to get the nickname obviously. Goose. Once you have stitches from Goose and you're working on Top Gun, yeah, we're going to make you a name tag for that. <laughs> like, Right. But that yeah, was fun. Um, but so he gets sent to the office. Okay. Do you like the principal? The principal. Who is... Wallace Shawn. Oh, Wallace Shawn. Yeah. I was, I was trying to remember his, like, crazy, rhymey, stupid name. I literally don't <laughs> remember seeing the the principal physically. Like, you always just see the outside of his door and hear Wallace Shaw's voice coming over the, like, through the door. Right. And his, and he's like, you know, you we expected so much more from your son. To, and you can tell he's talking to his dad. And his dad's like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, he's kind of a disappointment to me, too. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Cold. Yeah. And so, and of course, Chicken Little overhears this. Yeah. And so they pull him out, and they're walking, driving home, and they're just like, oh, it's so bad that you are such a fuck up. And not in those words, but. Right. But, you know, the sentiment is there. But then he's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to figure out what I want to do. I'm going to try out for the baseball team. Right, and the dad's like, uh, I support you, but, like, you're real small, and, like, I don't want you to get your hopes up. Right, which, you know, is kind of how I would talk to my kids if they tried out for baseball. A hundred percent. You know, I mean, like, like, that's cool. All of you weigh 40 pounds. Yes. There there are pieces of equipment (laughs) on that field that weigh more than you. Like, so maybe not your best angle, but I get it. If you want to try. Yeah. I will be in the stands clavin' for you, but... Mm-hmm. Let's not put too much. I will be reading this. a book, but I brought you here. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like baseball. Like, what do you do during it's the so other long. innings? It's so long, you guys. Like when your kids on the field, you pay attention. When your kids up the bat, you super pay attention. Other times, you're just like, God, <laughs> it's so long. Why are we here? Like, I respect my parents who put like put me through t-ball. That had to be Did just they? torture. Oh, I played them. two. I played t-ball for like two seasons. Bless them. That had to be awful. Lord's work. Yes. So they, so he goes out and he makes the team somehow because I guess they have to take everybody. Yeah. It's just a, like anybody who tries out has to be on But it. the coach is obviously like, you know, no, just because you're on the team doesn't mean you ever have to touch a bat or a glove or do anything related to baseball. Yeah. Maybe they have some kind of quota. And so they, they do well. And like Foxy Loxy is the big star of the team until the final game when there's like, like, there's been a lot of injuries somehow, because apparently, like, middle school animal-based baseball is super cutthroat <laughs> in a way that I was not expecting. And so they finally decide, like, okay, we just 
we don't have enough players. We have to put him up to we bat. We have to put in Jacob Little just because we don't have enough players. Right. So you will be the, um, like, you're you're up to bat, but don't swing. Just stand there. You've got, like, the world's tiniest strike zone. Like, there's no way. Just take the walk. Get off. But he starts swinging. Mm-hmm. And so he swings the first one, like, ten seconds late. He swings the second one, and it's a lot closer, and he misses. And on the third one, he actually, like, connects. And, like, the world is just like, wait, what? And he promptly runs the third base. Right. And, and he, they yell him out, he, and he's... Yeah, and, and they're like, he's he gets tagged, whatever. Mm. He runs the third base, and they, like, he realizes he's running to the run side. Oh. And so he runs backwards, and then goes around home towards first base... And, like, the outfield was not expecting him to do anything, so they're, like, totally off guard. And they're, they're, like, scrambling. They're trying to get the ball there. And, like, he rounds second, he rounds third, he's headed to home. And at this point, they're, like, running with this cow with the ball stuck on its horn. I'm not really sure how that all happened. Uh, At one point, they threw a gopher. Okay. And so, like... So they throw animals to catch the balls? Well, no, like, they thought... I was not watching this movie, guys. Like... (laughs) Like, there was a gopher in the outfield that, like, popped up and the ball was on his head and the cow picks him up and throws him, thinking he was the ball. And so, like, there's a gopher makes it to second base, but then somehow the ball ends up on the cow's horn. Like, that's not really explained. And so they have to, like, pick up the cow and run him in. I'm like, cows can actually run pretty fast. You should also, just cows that. are really heavy. Like, yeah. I, like, I guess technically he's a bull. Like, it's like 2,000 pounds. Yeah, like, and it's like, yeah. Just, I mean, he's a juvenile, but still. And so they run him in, and, like, there's a whole thing at home plate where the cow, like, falls over and tips Chicken Little with the ball, and they're like, oh, he's out, we lost. Although it was tied, so they just would have gone the extra innings. Um, which isn't great outcome, but, like, at least, you know, you didn't lose, but they're acting like, oh, we lost. And it was a tie, people. But then it turns out, no, actually, Chicken Little had touched home plate. Right, he was just under all the rubble. Yeah, and so since his foot was on... T- home plate of course he's safe and therefore they win and so chicken little is now the big hero everybody forgives him for any past indiscretions right he's his the, dad loves him yeah it's great and i was like uh this has to be a dream there's way too much of this movie left yeah you're like is this a dream is this the end of the movie like what what just happened here and it is like that kind of thing like it really has that energy but no it really happened like that was it only, I kept waiting for it to be a dream. Only, like, while he's celebrating, this octagon-shaped piece of weirdness falls out of the sky and hits him on the head. Again. 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 I'm like, first off, what are the odds? What are the odds it's of that? It's all happening again. And he's like, oh no, this thing that, like, I almost convinced myself wasn't real and that I was crazy. This past I was wandering away from, this whole thing, it's back. And it's, like, right here. And I have it. And I can prove it. But, like, do I prove it or do I just, like, pretend none of this is happening? Because right now me and my dad are in a good place. Yeah. so Because I did something to make him love me. So he tells his tells his two friends this happened and they come over. Like, first off, they come to his bedroom, which whatever. So he's like... I have, oh, three friends. Wait, I have to talk to them. And do you know what they're doing? What? They are karaoke to the Spice Girls. I'll tell you what I want. Yeah, like, that <laughs> so was where they were right there. Joan Cusack and Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn of, um, like, Saving Silverman and Daddy uh, Daycare, quote-unquote, fame. Yeah. <laughs> Unquote. I was, I was like, Steve Zahn, is that the guy with the guitarist? That's Stevie, that's Stevie Ray Vaughan. That's a different guy. <laughs> that's a different guy. But, um... When so... you're less famous than Stevie Ray Vaughan, <laughs> and you're an actor, and you're in an acting thing... I mean, whatever. So, Steve Zahn is, like, doing... So, Steve Zahn and, uh... Joan Cusack, Cusack are doing do. Tell Me What I Want, What I Really, Really Want. Which, again... If you want to be my lover. If you want to just fast forward to that part of the movie. Friends. I think we all know this song. If it's we don't so know this rope, get off my podcast. Right. Um, no, it's kidding. I take all of your listens. Right. Um, no, we're in an inclusive space. He calls them over, and they bring fish. And it's this whole thing like, guys, I found this thing. This is what I found. What do I do now? First off, he hides it under a rug, which is... Looks like an egg sunny side up. Right. Because his, his dad hears the, like, thud and comes upstairs and is like, is everything okay? And he's like, everything's fine. I'm just, you know, 
I fell out of bed. I fell out of bed. But he's, yeah, he's got this rug that's like an egg sunny side up. And I'm like, that is really weird and dark for also a chicken. Also super dark. Yeah, super dark for a chicken. Like, that seems like, that's like having like a like bloody skull rug. Like yeah. a bloody, bloody fetal skull rug in the middle yep. of your room. Yep, not cool. That's not what I would put in my kid's bedroom. Nope, nope. One of them's got a Millennium Falcon rug, and I think that's pretty cool. Yes, Millennium Falcon rug, cool. But yeah. Bloody skull rug. Not no. so much. A little young for that. Right, but anyway. It's a little dark. Um, so they come over and they're like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do with this? He's like, nothing. Well, and so the duck is like, you have to talk to your dad about it. You and your dad need closure. Like, it's important to talk. Like. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Like, there's some, like, Cosmopolitan magazine, but it's, like, for ducks. I don't remember what it's called, but it's a pun. Yeah. And it was like, it says that, like, if you don't have closure with your parents, it can lead to early molting. (laughs) Yeah, I have that. Lack of closure with my parents and early molting. No. Andrew, no. no, no, no you no, have no. regular molting. I have regular molting and a pretty regular amount of closure <laughs> with my parents. We're fine. Then the fish, like, somehow ends up jumping on this thing, and it ends up, like, hovering out of the Yeah, room. it becomes a hoverboard. So, like, they're flipping it back and forth, and it is, like, um, it's got this cool, like, invisible technology where it, like, you put it against the wall, it looks exactly like the wall. You put it in front of yourself, it looks exactly like yourself. And so they're, like, putting it in front of their faces, and they're, like... Oh, they're totally playing with it. Exactly the way I would play with it if I had something like this. And the fish finds a button on it, and he pushes the button, and it becomes, like, a hoverboard. And the fish is, like, cool! And he jumps on the hoverboard, and everyone's, like, fish, fish, come back! And, like... I would have been, like, later fishes. Right. He's 100% later fishes. And he, like, swoops up through the thing. And then you see the thing go poop up into the hole into the into the sky. Yeah, it just disappears. And it just disappears. And they're like, "Oh fuck!" Like we lost the fish. Yeah, fish was just I don't I don't know where fish is now. But like, That's this not is okay. not okay. Yeah, and like they they chase it to the baseball diamond. Right. So they run down the stairs, and the dad is like, "Is everything okay?" Yeah, and, fine. Totally fine. Right. Everything's fine. Gotta go. And the dad was like, "You gotta have to be willing to listen to your children, even when they." Don't make any sense. <laughs> but, like, also, his his opinion of the world is that, like, his son just made him proud. So, sure, you got a longer rope. You got a longer leash when you're awesome and good right. at baseball. This is what my kids took away from this lesson. Right. Be good at baseball equals longer curfew. Yes. No. So, anyway, they run out to the baseball diamond following fish because, apparently, the CG artist didn't want to make too many environments. Right, right. And there's just not that many places in this town. It's like Mayberry. Yeah, fair, but um, or Sandlot Town. Yeah, it's a small that town. Was. And so it starts getting all like close counters of the third kind. Like there's some definite like lights blowing definite out. Callbacks. Like I've never seen close encounters, but like oh, you haven't. No. Oh, this means something. Does it? Does it really? I think it's just mashed potatoes. No, I mean. Yeah, okay. So, like, I appreciate that you picked it up the reference, even though you've never seen... Right. So, even though I've never seen it, it's such a cultural touchstone that, like, I know enough to know... Richard Dreyfuss, this means something. Right. Yeah, you're there. Right. Um, but I've seen UHF. That's fair. I feel like that's the best way to see a number of movies. Just like The Simpsons is the best way to watch Citizen Kane. Right. That You can make the whole movie with nothing but Citizen, with Simpson clips at this but point. But it's still the whole movie. It's still long. It's, it's a long movie. It's like, yeah. I have seen Citizen Kane. I have not. It's fine. That's what I hear. But anyway, um, back to the movie we have seen. Um, so, like, they figure out that, like, there's a spaly alien... <laughs> spalian A-ship? A spalian A-ship? Spalian A-ship? Um, That's a great spoonerism. I do I'm that for sober. It. Like, <laughs> that's a problem. Um, I've got stories about how I killed a relationship with a spoonerism once. It's beautiful. We're not going to share that here, though. Yeah, it gets into too many personal names. Too but many personal like, details. Still, it was beautiful. I heard a relationship crack. Anyway, um, and they realize there's, like, aliens, and then fish is still in there, and the aliens come out for some reason, because they're, like, I don't know, nebulously defined alien But how do they get up there? No, they get up there, he shoots himself up into space... With a with, soda can. With a soda can. He, like, shakes it up and opens it and he swooshes. He calls it soda, so I'm going to keep with that even though it's pop. It's, it's soda? Northerner. Freaking Yankee, I married. It's fine. But, um, so he shoots himself up there with that and he ends up in the spaceship. I don't really know how, how he gets the others, though. I'm not sure. Does he just hold them? But I think, like, like he... he opens a door somehow. I don't... Or, like, abducts them with the, like, weird... 
I'm pretty sure I was like pouring bourbon at this point, so I was not paying attention. <laughs> I was pouring bourbon, but like down my throat. Um, so, so, so neither of us were paying. You were attention. not really great attention. So no, he gets he gets up because the reason why he can shoot himself with bottles of soda is he's so small. Right. So run with. It's not like something work. only him can do. Only he can do. Right. He's like, I need a bu- I need a soda. And so there's this whole thing, and he ends up getting like blasted up into the thing. And they explore the ship, and they find uh, fish. And And at first, they just see fish's, like, bones. And I was like, oh, no, fish. I was like, this is dark. This got dark fast. And then he, like, pops out from behind. He's like, hey. Right. Oh, Oh, cool. Cool. It was just, he was just behind an x-ray thing for no reason. But, like, those kids would be damaged from that experience. Like, you don't come down from that. I mean, they're on an alien spaceship, guys. Like. You don't come from that, not from that either. Right. So they, uh, somehow, while they're in the alien spaceship, they like, get fish. The two other aliens are exploring the planet. No. I don't know. I don't know where the aliens like the two, are who they, are on the ship. Yeah, like, the there were, like, two aliens that came out of the ship and started exploring before they went in to rescue fish. Mm. And so they there's this other, like, three-eyed little tuft of troll hair. Mm-hmm. Alien. Alien. That's he's like, real, real cute. He's super adorable. He wanders off yeah. the ship. He he wanders off the ship. Yeah, and then they the get out, and they get out, and then the and then the spaceship leaves. Well, the, the parents they also they also well, discover the two parents come back, and so there's like this little intense chase scene um, where they're trying to get off it, and like Runt gets stuck in the hatch, and like also yeah, before that Runt sees a map of the universe. Yeah, and, solar or, system. A solar system where everything's X'd out except for Earth. And it's circled. And, and Earth like, is circled. Oh, no, with next. like some arrows. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, uh, wouldn't they notice if they just destroyed Saturn? Like, do they not have any kind of farm NASA? Like, farm animal NASA? Uh, we've sent a lot of animals into space. Right. I feel like, like we monkeys have, have gone to space. Uh, the French sent cats, where they tried to send cats, but all the cats escaped. It's a whole. Because <laughs> like, cats are like, nope. Yeah. Like, well, they. Okay, so the French recruited, like, and I mean recruited, they they captured stray cats from the streets of Paris. Right, because what else? I mean, we have a lot of cats. And so they were going to use these stray cats as, um, like, castronauts, I'm going to call them. But they I'm all escaped. I'm just imagining little cats in a little, like, little astronaut bubble. <laughs> and also, like, a cheroot, like, because yes. they're French. Little astro- little astronaut bubble helmets. That would be great. So cute. And like and like the little like black and white striped shirts. Yes. And black pants. Like yes. French people all wear <laughs> by law. That's a thing, right? Yeah. But anyway. Like they would notice. I feel like they would notice. But anyway, it's the and so then they escape narrowly from these things, but like the little baby alien had escaped too Oh, I thought you were talking about the cat escaped. Oh well, no, the cats totally escaped. That was the th- that was the problem with the whole French space program. The cats just like did not stick around, like, yeah, and they, so they lost. You couldn't everything. keep them in the capsules. Yeah, and then like once a cat escapes in the countryside, you're like, you can't be like, hey, has anybody seen a cat? And they're like, yeah, they're fucking everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and like at least like the American space program, we were like smart enough to use monkeys, and we, one of them escaped. We were like, anybody seen a monkey? We're like, yeah, he went that way. Like, you know, anybody seen a tabby? Several. I mean, they were trying to, like, use what they had. I get that. I get that. But, like, also, you know, get a monkey. Like, obviously they work better. Right. But okay. So, anyway. Uh, apparently, in Chicken Little. The the main cast of Chicken Little also escapes. They also escape from the alien spaceship. Yep. And then the alien spaceship leaves. Right. And they're like, whew, that's over. And it's like, and then the... And we're like, okay, but like, there's still like this alien here, and they find the alien before the parents realize that because like the two were like the alien parents, and this is their kid, right? And so it's kind of like living your leaving your kid at church, like, right? Right. Like, raise your hand if you've never been left at church by your parents. Like, <laughs> I mean, I've never been left at church by my parents. I've had to call. I've but, had to make that call from the lobby phone. But my dad was left like at a rest stop at a youth group thing once. That's, yeah, it's awesome. I was going to say, like, if your dad got left somewhere, like, he's got, like, eight brothers and sisters. I could see that happening. Right, that's true. Like, Like, whatever, I had uh, seven of you. Counts. 
Yeah, we, we got most of you in the car. It's all good. But like, oh, by the youth group. But yeah, that makes sense too. Um, but they, uh, so they, tur- so rather than just like turning a Yui, they assume that the three intruders on their spaceship stole, stole their the baby. Kid. And so they call him the fucking Armada to like ravage the small town on Earth. Mm-hmm. And I assume all of Earth. Yeah, I assume, but, like, we only see it through the eyes of the small town. So they're, like, going around and, like, zapping all kinds of people. Like, they zap Foxy Loxy. They just, like, vaporize him. Like, just gone. And, like, it's like, whoa, that was deep. Okay. And then they vaporize the mayor, which... Who is Don Knotts. He is Don Knotts. God bless him. Rest in peace. Like, one of his last roles was this train wreck. (laughs) But he was like, at his prime, was in the incredible Mr. Limpet. So, like, I really don't think. <laughs> like, I don't think he could throw it's any It's not shit. a high bar, guys. Not, yeah. But, um. It's not a high art. Sorry to those of you that love incredible Mr. Limpet. Um, but he. And so, like. And, and so, finally, the kids are like, hey, Dad, um, we found this, like, fuzzy thing. And we think that's what they're looking for. And so, like, hijinks ensue as they try to get this fuzz ball. Right. So, they try to get the little poofy baby. Who's very cute. He is. Uh, through the street of destruction, like, dodging all the zappies. And they eventually... That are, like, vaporizing things. They and like, they have to get him to the top of Town Hall, because it's the tallest building. And then just, like, throw him up? Like, I don't know how he gets up to the Like, they station. jump... They kind of... I think there may have been another um, uh, soda blast thing to get him up into the spaceship. Maybe. And they get up there, and they're like, hey, I found him. Here he is. He's cool. But, like, the thing is... Um, they're, like, in this giant room, and, like, there's, like, the three-eyed alien that's the dad, I guess, is, like, using, he's, like, you are you, and why have you stolen my child? And then he's, like, totally, like, super... Very intimidating. Very intimidating. It's, very intimidating. it's a very intimidating moment. And, like, three other eyes, and it's, like, the, the mom, and she's, like, are, why are you using your big voice? Like, this is really unnecessary. They brought him back. Obviously, they're not... Right, yeah. and then the little baby was like, me, 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 me. It's like he says he's telling the truth, you know, yeah, like, like, yeah, and they so, helped him. Oh, I'm sorry. And then you realize, like, all the people that got vaporized had just been teleported, not right. vaporized, not like, vaporized. Wow, that's a Ooh. lot. You should have led with that. Like, <laughs> that was traumatizing. But yeah, so they then they figured that out, and they just put everything back. Yeah. They just unvaporize everything on whatever zapper, except for Foxy Luxie. When they zap him back, her, yeah, is like super like feminine and into like pop like yeah. culture like theater and stuff. Was Foxy Luxie always a female? I think so. I don't know. I believe she was. Yeah. So but, like they're like yeah, her brain got a little scrambled and she's real nice now. Yeah. So you know. Put a bow on that. Mm-hmm. Moving on. And like, then his dad's like, I should have believed you the first time. I still really appreciate that you did that baseball thing and I'm proud of you. And I'm also proud of you for saving the town. Mm-hmm. And scene. Well, no. And then the like, when they're zapping everybody back. Yeah. This, the alien mom and dad, who are, by the way, Catherine O'Hara, like national treasure. True. And uh, Fred. Yeah. Fred the. I can look up his name. It's, um, oh my gosh, who's his? His name's Fred. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> oh, also, this is a note I have. I, I put some notes down. Um, it's Fred Willard. Fred Willard. Who is in, like, he's awesome. I love Fred Willard. He's often uh, coupled with Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, that's good. But I also put a note, like, when they're destroying the town, what song do they play? Like, there's a oh, lot it's of. It's the great... end of the world as we know it. Yeah. Some REM. Um, some REM. And, like, I was like, they better play the Leonard Bernstein voice because I'm going to scream that but and they scare them. So I'd like some, like, Leonard Blue Balls. And, so like. They, so they stopped for that. They're going to do that. Um, and then, like, later they're. There's, like, a, there's a part where uh, he was like, we have to do this plan. And he tells it the run and runs, like, it's never going to work. And he's like, we'll survive. Like, it's going to work. We will survive. And, and like, you start hearing the. Like, I will survive music, but it's like not slightly off. <laughs> I don't know. Like it, it's just off enough that they didn't have to pay any licensing. Yeah, fees. and it definitely stops before uh, any vocals. Yeah, and you're like, oh yeah, that wasn't accurate. That was so they they do that, and so they put back the town. 
after everything's been resolved. And, like, like one of the engineers that does that and, like, puts like is responsible for, like, restoring the town after it's all been destroyed, his voice is, of course, uh, Patrick Walburton. Patrick Walburton. Because it's not a Disney animated film without Patrick Walburton making a cameo. Right. And they're or like, a significant role. Um, and the alien mom and dad are like, yeah, I'm really glad we uh, got this sorted out. Like, we could have just destroyed your whole planet and that would have been a bummer because... This is the only place in our solar system with acorns, and we swing by on our way to visit the in-laws every year. Oh my god. Really? Yeah. Wow, you guys are sociopaths. Here in acorn oats. I mean, whatever. I mean, we go to, like, certain gummy bear factories on the way to your parents every so often, but, like... once in a while. I would never, like, consider it a tragedy if we nuked an entire town... That we no longer got <laughs> acorns, like... I mean, also, like, they didn't really realize that it was, like... Sentient life? Yeah. I guess. Like, that's a bummer. You obviously um, didn't check very hard. But, well, they thought they kidnapped their baby, so they were just, like, going crazy. I guess. Uh, but... Yeah, and... And that's why they drew their map, is, like... Yeah. Yeah, this is their map of, like, where in the universe is acorns. <laughs> We checked here, we checked here, we checked here, we checked here, and we found them here, so we called them today. There's no acorns anywhere else. Well, and, like, and, and also, like, there's, like, this little, like, tactile moral of, like, like dads will do anything for their kids. I'm like, no, the other dad, like, Chicken Little's dad's a raging, like, jock asshole, <laughs> like, who'd never evaluate, valued his child until he did something sportsy. Like, that's not the lesson you get to, get to pull in here. <laughs> like, that's a bit, It's no. a bit much. Uh, well, and I think that Chicken Little Dad was like, sorry, I should have been here for you more. I guess. Like, but still. Just not. Yeah. Uh, and it. then they make a movie. Yeah. They make a movie based on the events of the updated Chicken Little Saga, which is no longer the movie about how he was like an idiot. It's the movie of how he saved the world. Right. And now he's voiced by Adam West. <laughs> yes. The, the Chicken Little, who's like this like muscle-bound space captain, is... Adam West. Yeah. Like, oh, who is it in this movie? Like, how did you... So many people are in this movie. How did you talk Adam West into being a thing? I mean, the nice thing about animated movies is, like, you just need a phone call. Yeah, I guess. But, so, and then they're like, oh, yeah, that'll work. That seems accurate. And it's all, it's not accurate at all. Oh, and then there's a little B-plot where him and Ugly Duckling... Oh, Chicken yeah. Chicken Little and the Ugly Duckling are, like, kind of like a thing. Up. Yeah. But, like, in, like, the middle school awkward romance where they touch hands and there's, like, this whole, like, thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's I think fine. some of the parts were, like, yeah. yeah. Kind of, like, sprinkle it in here and there. Where it's, like, before we're going to die. Like, I've always found you very attractive or whatever. Yeah, it's weird. But it works. So that was... The movie, I guess. Yeah. And then the credits, there's like this really weird dance number. Yeah, where all the little people are dancing. Yeah, great. Fantastic. So yeah, this movie had a really good soundtrack. Good soundtrack, which is, again, faint praise. Um, no, that's mean, what we lead with. I like a kid's movie with a good soundtrack because most of the time I'm not watching the kid's movie. And right. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I like this song. Like every so often you're in the kitchen doing something you're like, one little twist Whatever. I still don't know that song, apparently. <laughs> but you choose to keep trying to sing it. <laughs> I don't know. I heard Hook by Blues Traveler in some movie. Like, it was stuck in my head for, like... Like, weeks. Weeks. It was awful. Although, not that awful, because it was Hook by Blues Traveler, which is right, a fantastic so song. Yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, so, yeah. what did we learn from this movie? Uh, okay. Your dad will so, allow you if you do good sports thing? Right, right. And, uh... You should be prepared for hardship if your truth that you need to tell is not popular. Or you can just hide it. And it's or you can the just hide it. If you have done that, that's a path of easiest resistance and it'd be fine. Right. Um, but really, you should probably tell your truth and get, like talk about it. Yeah. And get closure. Get closure with your dad. So you don't malt. Because there is a point where he'd like Talks to his dad. He's like, Dad, you're not here for me. You're not supportive. Like, all this stuff. Yeah. And the dad's like, oh, you're right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that conversation would not go that well. But You're not here for me. You're not going to go. Your dad be like, sure. Whatever. I'm going to go drink and record a podcast with your mother. Wait. 
Right. No, uh, that's, that's a little too meta. Is it? A little bit. Okay. Oh, well, also, by the way, uh, Chicken Little's mom's not in this movie because she's... Because she's dead. I think she's dead. Yeah. Or gone. There was a couple, like, when your mom was around. Yeah, there was definitely that. But not in, like, the... Like, in a way that indicates maybe she was dead. But mm-hmm. anyway, that's the whole thing. Because, of course she is. Because it's a Disney movie. Anyway. You, can't, you can't have both parents be alive. No. Come on. Please. So, anything else we learned? Uh, I don't know. No. It was a waste. <laughs> Disney animation, this was not your high point. Like, Yeah, I mean, there was... A, the cast in this was pretty great. But, like... But, like, all of them could have made a better movie. All of them could have made a better movie, indeed. And would, over the next years, because, like, most of these people show up and, like, next... They can only do so much. They can only read what's on the card. Like, well, at least one of them's going to be an emoji movie later and, and turn in a much better performance. So, you know, that's something to look forward to. Right, right. But anyway, so I think that's all I got. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's all I have, too. So, all right, well, I guess that's it for the night. So, yeah. um Cheers. Cheers. I got a plateful of charcuterie here to... Yeah, to finish up. And, to finish uh, up, and so... Please parent responsibly. Yeah, please parent responsibly.